0: Today's show is sponsored by Black Star Line Cigars, where cigars are a daily operation. Shop custom blend cigars, infused cigars, and other products at www.blackstarline.shop. hey this is faith and thank you for tuning in to faith over everything podcast where i cover everything whether it's pop culture religion politics relationships fashion beauty entertainment black culture whatever is on your hearts and minds we are talking about it on the show tune in every wednesday for a new episode available on all your favorite streaming platforms and enjoy the show up everybody i am back i took um a month hiatus from doing the podcast but we are back it is september when you guys listen to this it will be the first day of september and i'm just excited to be back i'm excited to you know bring some great conversations to your listening ears and um tonight I've actually been trying or tonight, today, or whatever time you're losing <laughs> in whatever time zone. Um, I am uh I have a special guest on with me. I have known this young man, come on, Cliff. I mean, I've known you for a long time. A long four? time, y'all. Yeah. About I a- about four. Yeah, a little cute, little boy. <laughs> and um, he is a stepbrother to two very close, dear friends of mine and sisters of mine that I love. And and we met at church and he yep. has always been a joy. We, I've seen him grow up um, in church and just blossom. He's always just been like a really dope young man. Um, respectful, just super sweet, just super nice, and can sing, okay? So we sing together in the quiet, right? And then you remember in the spirit, yes so after you know church or outside of church we have our own little singing group and yep. so i want to welcome cliff to the show welcome
1: hey thank you <laughs> thank you for having me on i am It's it's been a joy i've been like looking forward to this mm-hmm. for the whole week
0: <laughs> me too we we finally got it together because i know we've been dming each other back and forth And I was like, dude, no, you have to be on my show just so we can catch up. And (laughs) you've done some dynamic things, y'all. I haven't seen Cliff in person. This is via Zoom, but I'm just saying, like, hearing his voice, I haven't spoken to him since the early 2000s-ish, like 2007-ish. Something like that. This man has... Yeah, because how... Go
1: ahead. How old is your baby girl?
0: She's 7
1: She's seven. So yeah, so I would have, yeah, it would have been before that.
0: Way <laughs> before that, right?
1: Before that. <laughs>
0: yeah. um, and I mean, this man has been all over the world. I just can't wait. We're going to dig deep and learn all about Cliff, welcome, bro. Welcome, welcome. Thank
1: you so much. Thank you so much.
0: (laughs) So you are in Australia currently, right?
1: Yeah, I'm in uh, Western Australia. Um, I've been living here for about five years, going into that fifth year. So been here for a while
0: now. (laughs) Okay, so how many continents have you
1: lived in? Uh, So, of course, home, um, uh, I'm kind of getting back to a place where I'm like, ah, that's Uh, (laughs) <laughs> For a while, I was just like, ah, I've been everywhere, <laughs> but like, that, that's, um, uh, I lived in Mongolia, um, in Hong Kong, so Asia, and now Australia. So this is, this would be the third technically. Uh-uh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And,
0: this has been your yeah. favorite place to live so far.
1: <laughs> it's really weird but, because, um, uh, you know, like I, I kind of came into like my manhood and adulthood into like, like. Obviously, at home, I learned a lot. Like you know, how to be like a young, a young man, and like where to go, and like the path. And um, you know, my dad is, is a strong figure; still a strong figure in my life, uh, <laughs> whether he knows it or not, or whether you know what I mean? Like I, I, you know, I just see that. Um, yeah, I was the other day looking at a video, and I was like, I sound just like him. My mannerisms are the same. Yeah. You know, no matter how, no, that she's y'all weird, how that happens.
0: That's a lie. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and uh, and. Yeah, I think like I learned a lot and was able to take some things that I learned with me um, to Mongolia and Mongolia was probably one of those times where I really got to explore without so much um, I think without so much saying like you need to do this you have to do this this is what's expected of you like i had a, you know i had some good things there um and i was able to like utilize those things and like you know a lot of my friends um you know that i met that would probably be lifelong friends um beyond like home, right? Like you, you guys are family back at home. Um, But the, those friendships that I established there probably was like my, my epic, a really epic time for me. And I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm still having like epic joys and travel. Um, but like, I think I was just, that was like my rites of passage, it was like my wilderness experience a little bit. <laughs> um, I was living in the countryside of Mongolia, like, just in the country, <laughs> like I mean, it was really chill, you know, um, in the mountains, <laughs> doing my thing, just reading and teaching, and uh, for two years in the Peace Corps, and yeah, that that shaped and changed, you know, me a lot, and showed me how strong I was, like you know, in myself. Even though I, you know, you know, uh, growing up. Um, yeah, I knew that I was strong and like had like a lot of just inner strength. Um, I think I needed to use that strength um, and yeah, and kind of develop for myself. And so Mongolia was probably epic right? <laughs> It was like... It
0: like a place of where you became all of what you said, like wilderness and came into your own, but like a place of freedom and I guess less restriction, I guess, if you
1: will. Yeah. 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 I mean, like that, that's where I came out. That's where like, I you know, like, that's where I, yeah, I explored art. I mean, Mongolian culture was really interesting for me because I was a teacher there in the Peace Corps. And like, so people saw me kind of as a servant leader. Um, And that's kind of like just how you go in in there. And I was already developed as a as, you know as a servant leader that's the church we grew right. up in you know um right. and so um taking that with me it was just a really good experience to utilize like my skill set gift of talking and encouraging um in, in that teaching sector um, and so I, that's what i did for two years. i um teacher trained so i like while i was teaching uh, teachers new methodology that we were using in the west they were like teaching me their culture and like sharing with me with their families and inviting me in and um having me over and just like really loving on me like this guy from the south side of Chicago right. <laughs> oh, wow. like coming into people's traditional yurts and homes and was, <laughs> you know like was crazy
0: that like, was that crazy for you like I'm here like this is my life oh.
1: Yeah, it was surreal. It was surreal. And so many times, like, I had surreal moments um, that I haven't even captured on video or, like, I have pictures, you know, and all that kind of stuff. But there are some moments that I just haven't captured. There's just mental uh, pictures that, like, I will always remember, you know? (laughs) Um, Yeah. I
0: mean, just watching it, it, I think I always talk about um, kind of the gifts and the curses of social media. And that's such a gift, just to kind of be able to follow people's journey and it's been yes. just a pleasure for me just to kind of follow your journey from afar just seeing your posts and i'm just like and that's really dope because i love to travel and i want to do way more international travel um, yes those expe- but you can't pay for the experience and i'm just like he's having yep. amazing experiences
1: yes yes like it's just just yeah i just I think that peace court time was like really essential um and yeah some of my friends you know now they getting married and like having kids and um, and and that was just like one of those, things that like uh you know we were just young like i said and free and uh you know like speaking a different language and mm-hmm. you know hanging with like young artists who were like you know enthusiastic to like share their culture with us and allow us in um so i think that was just a really uh, life changing experience for me um, and i've taken that with me you know like everywhere i go and even when i come home you know like that uh, that openness um yeah, mm-hmm. just ready to like collaborate
0: you know now how because when did you join the peace corps and then uh, how old were you and when did you or hold on i'm sorry i'm stuttering so how old were you when you decided that you wanted to go to the peace corps and then how old were you when you actually joined
1: so you know i was uh so you know i was at trinity christian college uh over like right outside uh near what that right outside of Alsip, not too yeah. far from the, the city yeah. um and uh i had a roommate aj i remember this like an aj turner uh oh, we're still good mates we still talk um and he was like oh, i'm thinking about the peace club blah 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 and i was like oh man it sounds fascinating tell me about it <laughs> <laughs> and uh he told me a little bit about it and then like one day I was, um, I think like we had the like worship tour and stuff, you know, I was doing like the worship leadership at uh, the uni, uh, with a few, we had a big team, you know, <laughs> and uh, and one day I had to come back and I like really felt compelled to really sit down with him and like ask him about like Peace Corps, get the website, like, and just kind of sift through stuff myself. Um, and then I like fully considered it. Uh, put in an application um and they initially when i was doing my student teaching at jones so i did my student teaching uh, for music at jones uh commercial and well which is now just jones college prep and uh they they wanted to send me to africa but i was like well <laughs> one of my teachers told me i needed to slow down uh, and it was one of those classes that i needed to <laughs> that i needed to complete and he would he it's weird like he could have passed me and like I, I like I got the work in and mm. uh, but he was like ah he was like this is for you um and I uh, Dr. Wu and I'll never forget that guy and um I did a fifth year like an extra term and I just messed around with like a few other classes and redid that class and like really just took my time okay. and um and so I couldn't go to Africa and I end up, they end up asking me to go to uh, Mongolia and I accepted the invitation. Uh, so that was 20, I'm pretty sure that was 2010. Okay. Um, and, and then, um, yeah, I ended up leaving uh, and getting to Mongolia and I uh, did my like two years, uh, 2010, 2012. Uh, and then I just stayed on. I, I just thought, uh, well, you know, I, I've learned the language a decent amount. Mm-hmm. I wanted to keep traveling, but, Chinese Chinese, Mandarin just seemed really really uh, <laughs> it just seemed really intense I had yeah. gone down <laughs> <laughs> I had gone down on the train line a few times like just traveling to Beijing because you yeah. can like get in and I like love that little train ride it's like 15 hours and I like get on this <laughs> train ride, and I like love this train ride, though. <laughs> uh, and uh, it's the Trans-Siberian like kind of railway so it's like the famous uh-huh. line but I never can get up to Russia and I was out then I had came out there so I thought like I'm not going to go to <laughs> Russia it's really intense for like yeah. you know LGBTQ people people in certain places so I just kept going down south from Ulaanbaatar to uh to Beijing and I would like do that whole little trek and I loved it I love seeing the people selling things and um you know this kind of like Silk Road whatever kind of trail they call it where you you know people are just selling everything and making their lives off of like selling and moving um yeah and I would yeah I just like would like go jump on and like travel but anyway yeah I Got there, did the two years and that's why I stayed. I just thought, um, I know the language, I'll just stay. And then in about twenty fifteen, uh, twenty fourteen I met Trent and then that's when we kinda packed up and said, Let's go to Australia and I did a big trip in Australia from Cairns all the way down south. And then right after that we were like, Oh, let's let's bounce to let's bounce to Australia. But before that we were stop in Hong Kong.
0: <laughs> okay. Wow. That's dope. Is he from did you mention he was from Australia or am yeah. I?
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so from Queensland. So, we, um, yeah, we were in two different worlds in Mongolia. Um, <laughs> I was like doing like Peace Corps and like, you know, like, save the planet kind of work. Yeah, yeah. Um, just, like working in a mining industry. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> just like, all right. <laughs> uh, so, wow. That was funny. <laughs> And then from there we just kind of kept moving. Like <laughs> you know, Trent's a busy yeah, it's a busy body. And uh, you know, as you can tell, I love to travel. Um, I, I think as I get a little bit older, <laughs> 34, <laughs> pushing 35 soon, yes. uh, next next May. Crazy, right? Mm-hmm, <laughs> <it
0: is. laughs>
1: Same for you though. I like I know. I'm looking and I'm just like, but to say that, babe, you look great. Thank <laughs> you so much. <laughs> you look Girl.
0: Thank you. you. Look
1: great. I appreciate it. Every that. time I'm just like <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm
0: trying to hold it together.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you and uh, your, your your husband's is Eric, yeah? Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Cause I'm pretty sure like I met him like way back when A long tra- like, yeah. time ago. Mm. Like um, yeah, and like you you guys are just doing the thing. Like I look Aww. at you guys and I'm like, power couple vibes. Thank you. Know? you. <laughs> beautiful family you know like i and i and and i see i have been following you too and i see like i love i love just how um over the years seeing um you and your friend group, the friend circles the twins uh ashari like all like just how tight you are like man that you can't pay for a unit like that you know like um and so it's so like and, and all my travels um, you know, I meet like friends and stuff when we move away. Uh, so my, my, a lot of my close friends are away, but when I see like those units, I'm like, man, I miss that. And I still have, you know, you guys, like my family mm-hmm. and then like, you know, some of my like really close, like college mates, uh, you know, but I, as I get older, I miss that, you know, it's just yeah. like. You know the people that see your facial expression and they know exactly what you're doing, you Right, know? exactly. Like they know. They know. You gotta say a word. You don't right. know say a word. It's the subtleties. <laughs> exactly.
0: They know what's going on in his brain, okay?
1: That's true. That is a blessing. Okay?
0: Um, that is a blessing though. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And, I see, and I see you as a pillar a pillar for uh, a lot of you know I, you can just see the way relationship dynamics work and stuff like that and I know that people who are listening will agree that you are a pillar um, for for your friend group and your family uh... yeah so
0: so sweet. Oh, thank you. I didn't expect this. Thank you.
1: <laughs> you know, you know, I'll be watching.
0: <laughs> I know, I know you be, you know, you be supporting the rest of them. Like, oh, come on, see you, Cliff. Thank you. <laughs> good morning good afternoon good evening or good night i'm dana aka dana Mike 781 across the social medias and i am here to tell you about my podcast that is currently streaming on your favorite listening platform it's called this should be in a book people often tell me that the things i say should be in a book but i didn't want to write a book so i decided to release my knowledge podcast style New episodes are available every Monday, and you'll be able to listen to my insight on this thing called life, three points into poem style, minus the poem. <laughs> so after you finish listening to this podcast, head on over to This Should Be in a Book to listen and subscribe. Hope you enjoy. You mentioned several times, coming out, coming out. I, I want you to talk about that experience for you. Um what was that like for you? I know you were away when yeah. you walked me through that. Like, did your family uh, already know before you came? What was that like for you?
1: It's, it's one of those weird things, you know? Like, um, yeah, I like for a long time, I was just like, what, what? Like, so I, I had like a year, so I, I'll preface this, you know, like, you know how like, thumping i was and like how serious i was about like my commitment to like um, the church and uh yeah. this that and the other so um that that hadn't changed and you know for a lot of people um it's, it's just it, this is a good opportunity for me to share because i haven't really talked to you so i think sometimes like the words from other podcasts i just sum it up now, but yeah. it's nice to like talk to somebody who like knows what it's like home. Okay. um yeah I, you know i hadn't really thought thought about it you know like um there was a time when I was like younger which I which I think like, you know, kids are always thinking like, ah oh, maybe, you know, um, and, and I hadn't really thought about it. Um, after like the age of 14, I was just like in church. I was the way was the way and I was like attracted to girls. And, you know, um, so like that was it wasn't a thing. Um, but it w- was when I got to uni that like things kind of like started to change. And I was like, well, maybe, you know, like. Um, and that was just like an internal, like struggle, my own, like thing with with God at the time, and um, this, that, and the other. Um, and then when I got to Mongolia, I had been absent. I had been practicing abstinence. Uh, for like, was it five years? So from like eighteen to like twenty four years. Like it was, I was I had been practicing abstinence for a good while. Um, because I was just like, you know, I really want to like give this like a fair, also go and like whoever I'm preparing myself for, like I want that to be right. Mm -hmm. Um, And then a year into Mongolia, like after like journaling and reflecting, I was like, well, maybe what I'm running from is not that for me. Like, Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, I just, uh, I kind of like explored it. Uh, While I was there, I didn't have so much, it was like my own thought my own you know my own like ideas uh with the the safety and the knowledge of like the community of and where I come from what I knew I mean I was just like okay um if this is going to haunt haunt me like this uh, you know I just I am like I'm human and like I and I some things kind of like shifted uh for me um there and um yeah and i i had interesting i had a good mate uh shout out to cody uh villanueva one of my good mates who is american guy from oklahoma who was in a peace corps with me and lived in my town and you know when it happened like as we we were still like doing bible studies together and stuff like that and i went and like told him and uh man just the most loving human um- mm-hmm. uh, married a mongolian girl dawa like they're like family to me um and uh just our conversation helped me like kind of shape and navigate that and um in that for him like there was no love laws and no spiritual stuff. So, like it really just like it was really strong for me but like while I, I was like trying to figure out things and leaning more towards like also I, at that time I was shifting away from a lot of like traditional uh like <laughs> at the same time I was going through this like spiritual journey of my own like, so I was like uh, like, it has to be more because I can't get to Mongolia after this year and say that, like, all these uh, Tibetan Buddhist beliefs and the way they connect with the nature around them is wrong. And I can't travel around and say that, like, these Islamic people that I've met, Muslims that I've met on my journey, on my pilgrimage, and these Catholics, and like, and that I can't say that they got it wrong. So, like, I was, I had a year to really delve deep into like that. And like people were, people would come and like I had like couch surfers and stuff and we'd have like these deep, deep conversations like in the wilderness of Mongolia. Um, and, And like, it was just love, it was love, you know, that like allowed us to have these warm conversations and like to like trust each other, like in these settings that were like, you know, crazy or extreme in other circumstances. And, um, and like, and so that kind of like helped me kind of like shift and like change. And and, and, and then you would have probably saw the whole like (laughs) yoga (laughs) journey that I kind of went on and uh, really trying to like bridge some of those like gaps for me. Mm -hmm. And so my spirituality like kind of shifted a little bit uh, from more um protestant christian where we kind of grew up um evangelical like uh you know into more of a holistic i think just like spiritual path for me um and so i can you know i always say i can get out i can go sit in and i do i can go sit down with the buddhists and like sit in a meditation thing and get something out of it and i can still go to church when, when i'm with my parents and like cry and lift my hands because i think that it's all the same same God. And when it's done out of love and not out of fear and guilt, um, then we're on to something. And so Ooh. that shift for me was really, really crazy. And it still took me some time. And like, I actually, last year, COVID like really shifted some things for me because I had to like revisit that because I still been kind of just moving through it and not really dealing with it. And I actually sat down and like got a counselor. Um, and, yeah, you know, because some of that stuff was kind of feeding into, I think some of my old <laughs> uh, indoctrination was kind of feeding into like my current relationship. Um, mm-hmm. And <laughs> uh, <laughs> in some ways, I think, you know, I was ready for some things and Trent wasn't. And, uh, mm-hmm. and he was ready for some, some things. And I just couldn't even see it or understand it because I hadn't seen many relationships like ours ever. Yeah. And, uh, and not only that, but like not celebrated um, so, yep. um, it's, yeah, you know, I, I, just never really saw like a monogamous, like, LGBTQ, like, like yeah. gay relationship, like celebrated. Like it was, you know, it's always just secret like, or taboo uh, or yeah. like, um, so it was really difficult and it was still difficult for my dad. We brought him over for my 30th now, four years ago. That's crazy. Um, and, um. Uh, and my my stepmother Tawana, um, you know, I well, Loretta, uh, my, my former stepmother, <laughs> uh, who's still like a lot of love her and um, dearly, um, and yeah, not we're not in contact as much as like we should be. Um, but uh, my dad's current wife, uh, just I think she helped. And has been helping him through it because I think it's some things that he just doesn't understand as a man from as Chicago, a man, uh, Yep, mm-hmm. from the south. From the know, south. Like he's also yep. from Arkansas, like uh, and like, and I think he's. What I do know is that like he is trying, and so when we do talk, you know, he's like, "I love you guys" and like that. But that took us a while, you know. Yeah. Uh, so that's meaningful for me, you that's know. It's powerful big. for me. It's huge, you know. It's huge. Um, And um, yeah, so it took a while, (laughs) it took a while, (laughs) it took a while. Um,
0: What an amazing story. I can really um, identify with some of what you said in terms of kind of going on your own spiritual journey, um, reconciling with some of the things we've been indoctrinated with in the traditional church setting, And coming to know God in a more personal, organic, holistic way outside of those four walls and how we were raised and what we were taught. That's real. And um, I can really identify with that. I really, truly can. And I know that had to be really hard, you know, just to get to a place where you're wrestling with, you know, how we were raised, just all of the, I don't want to say brainwashing. But yeah, because everything that we were constantly told and told and preached to and taught and this and that, and but then reconciling with what you feel in your heart, like in the inside, yes. though, like
1: yes, yes, yes. you know, it's, and, and 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 it's one of those, and and, and there's some, and, and I and I think you know, and I know that there's some great things, and I think those great things uh kind of come out and you know people celebrate them all the time like hey oh, you're so good at this are oh, you so natural at this like how are you so young and so confident here yeah. uh, but there are so many other little things where you're just like whoa that that also that had a big impact and like you know there's a wrestling here because it's like I, I I was told this but I don't I actually don't believe or feel this when I get to know these people or when I get to know this community um, or when I get to, um, you know, hang out with this, when I get to talk to these people or this community, you know, and so even that was like one of those things for me and I think a big piece of the journey for me started You know, I didn't. I didn't go to an HBCU, um, and you know, like that was big for us. Mm. Uh, That was really, really big for us. And I think a big part of my rebellion was like, okay, I'm gonna do something a little different because this is what's expected of me. Um, And like, my friends are really, really strong. But if we're gonna like build stuff together, we got to all know how to like talk different languages so when we come together we know each other Uh, but when we are really trying to build and build for our future and our kids and and that of course led me into being in the inter you know interracial relationship right 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 going to to a school and like you know and my life kind of changed in a few ways that I, I didn't expect um yeah, <laughs> um, wow. but, I, but I'm, I'm forever grateful for the church. You know, um, I saw uh, Reverend Williamson, a uh, bishop uh, um, and rightfully so. Um, I, you know, uh, I saw him maybe the last time I was home. So probably like going into two, three years. And um, I just happened to catch up with um, Leon and that crew. I think oh, it was nice. some form of a conference happening and uh and, and he was like uh Leon was like, you know who you know, like you know who this is? And he's like, yeah, I know who he is kinda of like <laughs> can't play me. <laughs> but he play me. He's like, I know who this is. And he but his comment was like, never forget, you know, where mm-hmm. you come from. And I'm like, I'll never forget where I come from. You know, like I can and I must make a difference in myself, my community, my family, my country, my world. Those, mm-hmm. you know, things that like were like just put it in us, you yeah. know? Like they yeah. don't they don't go anywhere. They Free school stuff, you know. They mm-hmm. they there, you know. Yeah. And so um yeah, you know, I'm forever grateful forever grateful.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. Do you feel like today if, you know, let's say it wasn't any covid, no pandemic, Do you feel like, or do you feel comfortable bringing Trent, like, would you feel comfortable bringing Trent to a church setting to like where we used to go to church? Like, I just wanna see my people, right? Like, these are my people. Would you feel comfortable bringing him into that setting or to a family reunion or, you know, anything like that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, so, he'd be a nervous wreck. And he's come to Chicago already. And okay. like, it had a melt, it had a melt. Like, no, it wasn't a meltdown, but okay. like, yeah, it was good, it was, it was with his family. But then I like, I also brought one of my good, my good my, another mate of mine and then his girlfriend. So it was really weird for him because like, my mate was really comfortable, you know, because it was like another musician and like, yeah so he was able to like kind of like work around where his trend is like more method, you know, in his like moving and ideas and a watcher and really, really switched on. Um, but like in his own self, uh, can get really like, you know, anxious about stuff. Um, and so we were just talking about this, funny, we were just talking about this last night. And uh, I was like, we actually need to do like a legit trip. Um, and I, I want to come home for Christmas. Oh, nice. uh, but it's but the question is, will I get back into Australia? So, <laughs> so, so I have to be really careful um, with that. And we, so we're looking. I'm thinking about coming home for Christmas. I think it's, it'd be a good time. And you know, if it's just me and Trent, it'd be really, really good uh, because I do. That's what I do want to do. Just in case we are thinking about and we can't up and move and come to Chicago for a little bit, and mm-hmm. it'd just be nice to like really spend that intimate time with my family. Last time was really rushed, yeah. Um, so spend that. And I, and I and I think I can. Um, I think I think people respect me enough um to to appreciate that it'll be kind of awkward and interesting but for the most part like even when i was at like uh, uh, carter the last few times i visited you know people people know you know yeah. people don't know how to talk about it but right. they know you um yeah. and, and and i'm <laughs> i like to say like i'm hyper aware. <laughs> um, you have to be um, <laughs> in a lot of these situations. And so, like, you know, I, I pick my battles. People say a little, you know, sometimes people may say something a little quick, or a little slick. And, you know, I, I, I you, know, <laughs> you know, I pick okay. and choose my battles. I'm not, like, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> it's not worth it. <laughs> uh, but for the most part, my friends, yeah, but for the most part, my friends and people that I love are like, have been really just loving, man. Like, uh, you know, even some of my high school mates, it took them a little while to come around. I just had a make call um, not too long ago and um, and they're just supportive, you know? People are really, really supportive. <laughs> you know
0: what, so, can I just give my, just say my reaction when I saw yeah. partner partner online? I was like, I yeah. did not see this at all. <laughs> Where where did this come from? I just didn't say it It was funny you know I'm happy for your happiness Like at the end of the day
1: Yeah I'm happy for your happiness Period Yeah And you look so happy And
0: you look so happy
1: Yeah You know Like we just just living you know
0: <laughs> man for that well tell everybody like what you're up to now tell us about your music are you still a vegan Weren't weren't you yeah
1: so yeah so I did this veganism thing for a little while I uh, I slowed down on that I, I, I went back it's really it's really weird you know I was like vegetarian for like 10 years and did the vegan thing okay. like for the last three mm-hmm. um probably longer like Since I left America, I was like, so yeah, so like 13, it's crazy to think like 13 years. So I did 10 years of pure vegetarianism. Um, I was in, even in Mongolia, probably one of the hardest things I've ever done. I I did, uh, well, I did dairy in Mongolia but I never right, ate any meat and it's a culture that loves meat really? so I was like alright I'ma i I'm am going do dairy mm-hmm. uh cause I yeah you know I left America and I had started the vegan thing and then I was like ah alright it's not gonna work here culturally you know, I'm living in the countryside people pride themselves on their like pure meat you know Mongolians used all of the animal um mm all of it you know they they celebrate the animal like they they understand that like it's vital to like living they wear the fur like i had a fur lined dale you know wow. they play ankle bones with the the ankles the bones are given to the dogs you know like they cook bone marrow soup you know they use every piece right wow. um and so I I was like, okay, I'm not (laughs) going to eat still, I was just but I eat a lot of mutton and like, I don't like the smell of mutton, like it may, like I just yeah, Um, so so, I was like, uh, I'm going to do the dairy and like actually I found that like I did I didn't have as many issues as I did at home Mm -hmm. with like The lactose vibe. I mean, it's probably same stuff, but like it's just no additives, preservatives in it. So like the yogurt was fresh, Um, the milk was always like really, really fresh. They drink it really sour, curdled kind of stuff sometimes too, and like nothing. I was all right. right. Okay. Very (laughs) Um, good. I got used to it over there. For us. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, And uh, yeah. And. And I did that the whole time I was there Yeah. And it Last year, um, I went back, uh, Pesco. So I was just like feeling like a little tired, lethargic. You know, I've been teaching yoga for like 10 years. The stress of, I think the stress of everything faith like compounded, I, you know, I'm not gonna lie to you. Like last year was, was started off all right. And then it just was like, mm, I, like I'm an emotional <laughs> yeah. um, wreck. Um, and, and I, I looked back and I realized that like, I just hadn't stopped. I, you know, I, you know, we buried my mom in 2018. I brought my little, yeah. And yeah, you know, it it is, it's one of those things that's like really tough, you know? Like you never, nobody prepares you, can't prepare you to lose a parent, Um, you know? And then uh, just around the same time, my my, my dad hasn't really shared, but like, so I won't share too much, but like he was going through some stuff and and like health stuff. So that was like a wake up call too. I'm like, bro. And then I had my little brother over 2019 like right after like so i I was kind of preparing to bring him over like right after my mom passed in september brought him over as soon as i could um and then yeah basically my yeah so i sent justin back after a year and then covid and then yeah i just like i said i just didn't really stop i you know like i just didn't stop i um finally stopped when COVID stopped me, (laughs) and and I was just like, Stop. Stop. it just stops you in your tracks and you're like, wait, I'm dealing with, I'm not dealing with stuff. I haven't actually, you know, I maybe grieved a little bit, but I haven't really cried. I haven't really, like, really thought about this. I really haven't, you know, and I'm feeling guilt for sending my little brother back and, you know, right, you know, then COVID happens and then like, you're like, whoa, um, and so, um, yeah, like I just, yeah, last that year, it was really, really crazy. Um, but the music, um, still having friends from yoga and, you know, um, like yeah, a lot of people back at home just kind of lifting, lifting me up actually. Like and just being like, "Oh, you're all right. You'll make it." You know, like uh, you know, just giving me back that strength. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it, like it's almost like no questions asked. Like, "Oh, you got this." You know, right. <laughs> like right. um, man, that's what you need sometimes. You know, yeah. like you need oh. people to listen, but you also need people that to know, like, "Oh, you got this." Um, yeah. And so. Yeah, the music is good. Like the podcast is good. I'm, I'm kind of just jumping back into it. You know, mm-hmm. like I am. Um, so this is uh, been really good. I've been doing a lot of planning. I, I also to go back to like I took on a new job, too. So I started teaching, huh? uh, which I had kind of stopped teaching for a while. You know, I teach was teaching yoga and kind of like hustling and doing like all these other little admin jobs and stuff really just kind of like having fun for a while. Jumped into relief teaching, um, and I really got lucky. Um, I started teaching at a private school here, um, a, a really um, prestigious school, and the ethos is really cool. And um, and it's what I know. It's a, it's a an Anglican school, so oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, you know it's it's just weird how things come full circle. I know, um, you know, and, and uh, the guy that was the principal, um, Clark. Um, yeah he's from actually from the east coast uh, in the states I'm pretty sure he's from the east coast he's from Texas either way he's from the states and uh, he I think kind of like semi-retired and like moved back to the states but the person second in charge who is one of his like um, uh, mentees uh, who's an amazing woman uh, is uh, my principal now and like yeah kept me off and uh, so I took like a part-time like gig there so I still like do relief and like part-time work Um, and it's been like probably one of the best years knowing that like I was like really down like and like getting to this year, like just being with the the young people and like um, yeah just being really encouraged and by them, you know, like they 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 have so much going on and there's so much to navigate for them too with like uh um, <laughs> TikTok and Instagram and social media. Damn. So it's nice for for them to have somebody that they can connect to and they feel like, you know, he's old enough. But it's yeah. cool enough to barely begin live. So that's kind of all I've been doing, Faith. Like, yeah, sing with 3PM. That's the little thing back there, uh, okay. our little group. So I sing with a guy named Calla, the uh, amazing dude uh, from Perth. Uh, we met a few years ago at uh, the Voice audition. I'm pretty sure it was the Voice. I expect it was the Voice Australia. Um, and neither one of us made it we didn't make it but we like (laughs) we got a group out of it (laughs) Uh, something uh, came out of it (laughs) right like Mm -hmm. yeah we we did some covers um, been doing some covers um, and yeah like uh, Trent has been managing like us so like we've been on like a lot of we've been recently doing like a lot of um, weddings we like weddings are like our thing um and then we do like corporate gigs and stuff like that and we just recently uh signed on to like do some a few gigs like at like venues where people are like actually socializing so like bigger like bars and stuff mm-hmm. like that which is which is which is nice like um uh, luckily lucky to like be having that as an option um daz is the other guy he just recently got married um beautiful singer and songwriter um also from australia and uh yeah, so that's that's that and yeah, teaching and <laughs> got uh, my podcast. Uh, yes, I have tell to have us about that.
0: Um, tell us about the podcast.
1: So, uh, at the table with Cliff Hurt, I started this podcast uh, because you know i've been traveling and i thought like a podcast is something that you can take a take with you i do you know i love to like do like kind of little production stuff with my music and stuff and send it to people so i'm like i have all this equipment i'm doing something like what else can i do i love talking to people uh so i started at the table and it's been really good i'm talking to like i'm just actually getting stories so people that i've come in contact with uh um, Everybody has an interesting story, you know, <laughs> and if people are willing to talk, you can like really get you can get some really cool just stories and like thought and ideas. And so I started this podcast thinking about the people of Perth uh, because Parthians, they're probably similar to like uh, what I would think, you know people from California and LA would be like, um, you know, everybody's just kind of like doing their thing. You know, you know, it's a hub for people trying to like come up and do their thing. And so here in Perth, I feel like that's a lot of that too. And like people, but people don't talk themselves up, you know, like I think it's very American to be like, ah, I do this, you know, a boy does this. People are really like, chilled with that here mm-hmm. um, and you know of course we back at home we have like fake humility but i think you know we also don't have i think it's in our part of our culture not to be ashamed to talk about what we're doing um because it's the nature of the hustle you know true the hustle you know we're, we're hustling you know um and so um, here's just a little bit different and um I thought, I want to talk you up. I want to talk people up. I want to like talk about what you're doing. Like, I want to celebrate what you're doing. And I just meet so many people. You know, I'll go to a float space. Um, I like to float in the float tank (laughs) and like do the sensory deprivation thing. then I find out like the guy that owns the like, you know, helps runs and owns the studio with his family. Like also it's like a like Muay Thai champion. Like this is like, he told me this, like they fought, but like, I didn't know that he was like this big champion and doing like UFC fights and wow. stuff like that. Like it was just like low key, like, you yeah. know? Like, and, and, and that seems to be always yeah. the, main, the thing, you know um, and something that I've kind of added to my, <laughs> my thing now, you know, like he mm-hmm. mm-hmm. talks about it here and there, but like be chill. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, um, you know, and they, uh, yeah. So I thought there's a need to just talk to people and uh and get some good stories and so I'm jumping back into it uh, now that I can't got my head around like what I'm doing at school and uh my my contract you know <laughs> I want to get five get five before you get <laughs> getting it uh, so <laughs> I uh, I uh yeah just kind of jumping back into it now. and we also got a project called uh, WA Extra I'm working on with a guy um one of our good friends um uh Christoph, uh German guy, uh amazing videographer. Um and we are just really promoting um local businesses and like what they're doing and like showing and what they, you know, how however we can share, however we can like um, uplift their their business and do like a little quick interview and like a little quick shot of like the venue etc that's something else that we're doing so jumping back into that (laughs) actually that's That's going on next week so that was like that you know it's just fun stuff and you know it's that stuff that comes natural natural to me you know
0: (laughs) that's a blessing though to be able to do the things that you love and the things that are natural to you though because everybody can't say that yes (laughs)
1: Yes, <laughs> That's you know. True, right? Are you,
0: that, whatever, so. Does your podcast um, have an have an Instagram page or anything?
1: Yeah, so it's a uh, at the table with Cliff hurt So it's just a at the table with Cliff hurt um, and then so at the table with Cliff hurt and then um, also you can find uh, at the table with Cliff hurt on uh, Google Podcasts, Spotify uh itunes and soundcloud what? yeah that's what we at. Okay. <laughs> yeah. and then um,
0: what days do you publish the show
1: so normally i would publish them i haven't really published anything in a while but normally i like drop one every other week and it's usually like on a sunday um and so i'll normally have them sitting up on you know soundcloud or up on the cloud before i actually like publish it publish it like with social media so like i'll normally publish it on social media like on a thursday or something like that nice. um just as the peak, peak times here you know um, right right yeah.
0: hey guys i'm shari and i'm Charisse, and we are the optimistic divorcees two happily divorced women who are optimistic about life but real about love Catch our new podcast on your favorite podcast platform with new episodes dropping every Monday where we talk about life, love, and everything in between. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram at the TheOptDivorsese. That's T-H-E-O-P-T-D-I-V-O-R-C-E-E-S. Bye. Do you remember... This is very random. Do you remember some of the songs we used to sing? (laughs) <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, asking, sure. I'm asking because I kind of low-key feel like we should bust, like we should just sing something real quick, like a <laughs> Like, come on,
1: <laughs> like, what? What, what? What are you thinking? I'm pretty sure if you're saying something, I'll jump right
0: in. Right, <laughs> oh, That's the thing. Like, my mind goes so blank. they really, like, what, what should I sing? I'm like, I don't what?
1: know. Well, you well you've been sing you've been singing probably and still doing it and like learning new so like <laughs> that
0: is true that's true that's true but <laughs> but I don't sing in that choir I, I really miss if it's one thing about traditional church that I do miss is singing in a
1: choir yep
0: just having you that mean. band singing in a choir oh
1: man. Before before we do a little thing in, because I, I'm kidding, I um, you'd be proud of me. Uh, I jumped into one of the things that I was talking about with my my counselor, uh, who's lovely by the way, shout out to uh, my counselor, Nina <laughs> uh, <laughs> She um, she's like maybe you should uh, like revisit some of those things that you're really really passionate about in this, this year that maybe you've kind of put off because you associated them with a lot different place in your life um and so i joined a choir called menagerie and we actually have our last concert we've been doing them up for two weeks now so we had one last week last sunday and uh it's a community choir and we sing like soft john stevens and Uh like all kind of like different like you know like alternative like music that Mm -hmm. like is popular and like quirky and weird and it's just been uh, it's been like a really joy to do it. and I thought you would appreciate that. I, really <laughs> I was like, I got it. <laughs> I'm so jealous um, of that. I was trying to think about what our hits were. We we had some. We had some hits too. <laughs> we, we used, used to sing, sing some sing some stuff, and we could just bust out acapella.
0: <laughs> I don't. I'm. You know. I'm thinking of um, slow songs, but I don't know if I want to necessarily go slow. Something she.
1: Yeah.
0: I <laughs> right. I, I don't. I don't know if I want to do that. Yeah. What, what was a good J. Claude Allen song that we sang? You remember? <laughs> Anything? Oh, man.
1: I'm mm-hmm. trying to think of, I'm trying, to, now, I trying to, now you got me thinking about uh, a song that you used to do, like, uh, a oh. solo to now. Now I'm oh, really trying to like.
0: <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, whatever. I should, we should have planned this before we, <laughs> I should have thought about this before we got on the call.
1: What did you used to sing the solo to, but you Used to rip it up. We were like, we. Are, I mean, like you know, you you were like, you know, you were like the. I, I can't even really. I think you were you. <laughs> <laughs> like we, <laughs> we, <laughs> when you say just a few people that when they sang, the whole church is like.
0: I don't know. Oh, um, thank you God. <laughs> The only song I really remember that I sang a solo to was that Whitney Houston song from. um, What's that movie soundtrack? She with Denzel Washington was the angel.
1: Ah, but I don't.
0: <laughs> I don't. You know, it's just when I want to think of something, I can't, yeah. and I'll randomly yeah. just be singing stuff all day.
1: Well, really what you say? I gotta say, I'm with you, but we're dating ourselves because now we're talking about 15 that's years. True. You know, what about the one song
0: that keeps coming in my head is in the spirit. When I was in the spirit, the show God showed me something. something come. Come. We used
1: to say, we actually, so that that's was, what uh, I'm saying.
0: Yeah. yeah. That's the only song that's in my head right now. <laughs> but
1: anyway, we I'm had
0: trying a when you come, i trying to think of. We got to get up so we can sing.
1: All hey, right, I'm King. I'm King. I'll have to. Uh, the original throat When I have you on my podcast, I have to. Uh, we have to prepare this so, <laughs> <We have laughs> so check. Time. Look, so look out because whoever's because then we'll uh, set it up and we'll do something. I have to like pull out the keys or something. Sure. <laughs> we well, um, clip wait, wait, don't don't go yet. Don't go yet. Tell me about you. What have you been doing? I know it's your podcast. Everybody probably oh, knows, but no, like since sorry. we're having this like conversation. Um, like I mean, yeah. Okay, you started your podcast. I'm really I'm really proud of that. Like I like mm-hmm. you kinda of jumped in and just like you know, I'm like taking pointers from you too. I'm like, all right, let's get this uh let's step it up a little bit. <laughs>
0: have, you know what? So it was something that I um Something that I thought about, right? So initially, like years ago, I was like, oh, I want my own radio show. Yeah. And so, um, but then that never came to fruition. I just knew I wanted a platform. To yep. talk to people, so you yep. know, you know me, Cliff. Like I, I grew up on the south side of Chicago, right? Like, yeah, I'm a hood, but I'm bougie and can be refined at the same time. There are different yep. facets to who I am, right? Yep, I'm educated, but I'm connected to yes. where I was raised and where I came from. Like, never yep. like that's me. So yep. for me, I always wanted to show that was fun. That could be educational. There's always there's also a spiritual side of who I am. I love God. You know, there's just so many yes. you know, different facts. Yes. So I'm like, but the crust of who I am is really I like to help people. So I'm yeah. like, we could just have some conversations and bring some education, you know, bring some different topics to life or yeah. help people in some type of way. And then sometimes it'll be fun and we'll be kicking back and we'll be ignorant and we'll do whatever. I just, <laughs> just wanted something like that. Right.
1: Yeah for
0: sure. So I said <laughs> let me just do this podcast like it was 2020. I'm like if if I learn nothing else, you know people always love to see like say life is short, but no. Like 2020 yeah. in modern day times for us, we had never yeah. experienced any type of trauma or, you know, world pandemic or anything that affected yep. us like this. So for yes. me, I'm like, no, life is really fragile, and you're like, no, because people were just dropping, right? Like it was yeah. crazy and yeah. scary because you didn't know what to expect or what was yeah. going to happen next. Anything. What's right? up, Eric? Cliff said, "What's up, Eric?" He said, "What's up?" So I was just like, I need to. Life is too short to just wait. Yes. So I just need to do what I say I want to do So I started writing down my goals And what I want yep. to achieve And then that's how the pie had my girl Shari Who's like a marketing person My girl Sharice, they're super creative My girl, you know, my cousin Aaron, who's like a sister to me Like I was just like, hey, y'all help me come up with You know, a platform yeah. and, a name this, a concert. and then here we go so yeah
1: it looks great like it just it's clean it's amazing i've listened to a few of the conversations they're great i love the short clips they're powerful (laughs) Um, so please keep up the work it's very like inspirational for me too and like i completely get what you're saying and it's really hard to like explain that to like uh people who don't know where you come from sometimes like the the variation of like what you grew up with like you know when you say that like I always use the word cold switching when I'm trying to explain it to people cold I'm like I grew up having too. a cold switching because like you grew up on the south side of Chicago like you know you may have gone to church with like doctors and lawyers but you yeah. may have gone to school with people who are not that and like yes. and you got to know how to talk to them love them and like love your family you know I got family that's here, I got yep, family that's family still like, on, the, on the low end and I go kick it with them when I'm home and you know go have a sip you know and like I'm not too good for them you know and like and I can just still go sit with my you know and educate it but also know how to like have fun that's it's really important you know to like have it it and is. be able to like connect with people that way so that's powerful it
0: yeah. is it really is it is and I love that about just honestly you mentioned that I love that about our experience at church too. I, had, I was grateful. I had great examples in my family. But like you said, you know, you have some family members doing great. You have some maybe not doing so great or whatever. But, but at yeah. church, too, there were so many great examples that we yeah. could look up to that I yeah. did look up to. Like, man, successful, you know, business women handling a bit. Like, that was inspiring for me. So... I was able to, regardless of where I was raised, I got mentorship. You know, I, I could look to my mom or my aunt or whatever, and but yeah. then people at church too, right? Like they yeah. were going to college, and you know that yeah. inspired me to want to go to HBCU. Just the whole thing. So it yeah. was great to be. But then, yet yeah, still, I went to CVS. Who, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. They want. About the V, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. the most, you know, stay
1: <laughs> yep. school, you know,
0: to attend. So I truly had every single facet, like I had every yep. experience, which I think just yep. really made me to the person I am today, which I can appreciate.
1: Yes, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. awesome. Well, so thank what you for having me, though, because
0: I know you're doing a lot, right? So yeah, teaching, you have the podcast. Yep. You have the band. Look, I'm just going down the <laughs> line. Have the band. Now the yoga. I still yes. offer the the yoga classes virtually. Are you still doing that? Or
1: yeah, nah. So I was um <laughs> I was doing like a little like uh, that was like a fun thing. Like especially like last year, I realized that like you know hit or, hit or miss. Like it would be nice to like do do something like that. Um, I don't know. Like I a lot of we're still able to like get out here so i yeah I, i'm thinking like with the yoga so i'll tell you i'll be honest with you um the yoga what i learned about yoga last year for me was that like i had i put too much i wasn't taking care of myself mentally spiritually and emotionally in balance um and so i was um practicing and uh just giving and giving and giving um but actually didn't really have like any like mentors or like anybody you know what I mean anybody like to help like feed and like and I think you need that I think you need that to through, through, throughout life um and people can say what they want about mentors but you and me both know like, at the end of the day you're going to make your choice and if it's a good mentor they're going to like le- they're going to like sh- show you the options and absolutely and like not you know, like they may say, I'm disappointed that you make this decision, but they're not gonna like stop being. And like we've had, I've had some good mentors in my life, and so um, I realized that I needed that, um, and that I, I took a step back from like teaching because I just thought that I, you know what I mean, I needed to like, I needed to like be sitting with some people, um, you know, even if it's not a mentor, just around some some more powerful getting some energy um yeah. because i haven't done it for like 10 years and like i just i felt like my body was tired i felt like that i was you know it, it is a spiritual thing and like as much as people like to come to like the gyms for it and um all all of that like you know i prepare myself to make sure that like i present a vibe in that class setting, um, that people feel relaxed and it's not, you know, just purely working out, but it's um, a mental thing and I'm challenging them spiritually um, and mentally, um, as well as physically. Um, and so I, I think my body was just tired, my mind my was just tired, so I took a step back. And uh, yeah, so I'm not really doing much of it, um, but I am, I have some friends who are like really on me. <laughs> um, yeah. And they're like, you should do a class, like you should start doing like some private classes and like uh, that, Particular friend's husband is like, ah, oh, I want to record you like doing some some classes. I think it's a it's a vibe, um, and so yeah, we'll see what what becomes of that. Like, I haven't really. I, I also was really weird about like I feel like sometimes like people are selling spirituality, and I feel like you can't sell that. <laughs> like mm-hmm. you can't, yeah. um, and, and there's no reason not to like monetize something that you're doing that like is a value. Um, but I hadn't reconciled that for myself yet, so I thought let me take a step back um, and <laughs> get some other things in order, right. <laughs> and then, like you know come back to that as a as a something to like share with people um so yeah you know like I, it's always going to be part of my life like uh, yeah that's but, awesome but,
0: i that was yeah. that's really kind of so i so i work out right but i'm yeah. the type of person like i need like like i need to go like i need to be more more movement right fast yes fun, yes weight lifting squat yoga it takes a lot for me to just you know like calm down and be set but it's so good for you though
1: yeah yeah it is it is really good for you and I'm, even I'm just really like gonna
0: try to just take a class or two here or there because i know it's really really good for you
1: yeah and find a good teacher the the teacher is going to be you know like it's so many people out there teaching now and I, I hate to say it's like, you know, you find a, you know, but like, do find a good teacher because sometimes you can go to the class and you're just like, this person's voice does not soothe me. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you know, like, and you want, you want to go somewhere where like you, you're you doing yoga because it is a mental practice, right? Like it's that right. balance, strength and flexibility of the body and the mind and right. working together, right? And saying, okay, I got an hour class. This person is putting me into some poses that I am not very familiar with and I'm already sweating on this little mat. Um, how can I preserve my energy? Yeah. Uh, but also, give it all I got and maintain like that level of like breath awareness where I'm like not hyping myself up because and also not pushing myself too much because I know that these people have been practicing for 10 years right like so so like they're making it look easy yes but Mm -hmm. where i am so and and the practice is about being comfortable and aware of where you are right Mm -hmm. like uh Mm -hmm. so (laughs) you know like i always tell people like uh like you know sometimes i'm telling people like this i was thinking about this or i was doing this and um i get really excited uh when i'm like talking to people sometimes and I'm like, ah, oh, I just did this, you know, and like people are like, ah, oh, it doesn't matter. I'm like, but I'm hi- hyper aware because of the practice sometimes I'm, I'm like, oh, I want to like look like that. But like at the same time, I, I know that they've been practicing their splits for like two years, you know, like even right. you know, when I went to India, India and did my teacher training, I met a guy named, uh, I remember his name, Sam, um, and he was just like. Uh, Cliff, I've been practicing these splits for like two years. He was like, so don't worry that you can't do a split. And then I had a girl who was like an Ashtanga, which is like she was doing the whole Ashtanga sequence, which is like mad yoga, was scared to do a headstand. But that was just where she was. It was something that was happening in her her mind, you know, Um, and so it is one of those practices where, you know, you you build that confidence over time but you have to be self-aware like okay i can push a little bit here i'm gonna stop today next week i'll push a little bit more yeah. um and i'm gonna breathe into this pose like i can't do that that hurts that's not a pose for me so i'll opt out and do something else and if you got a good teacher they'll be guiding you in that way right you no, know, no one shoot all so, yeah Definitely. find a good teacher yeah. man. Right,
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's good to know. Well, if you start kicking up those virtual, you know, classes, <laughs> I must sign up. Okay.
1: All right, and sweet then, deal.
0: I clearly trust you, so I'm definitely sign up. and then maybe I that's can get a deal. group of people too. Hey, all,
1: all right, now we are talking. All <laughs> yeah, right,
0: get a group of people, and then you give us a fee, and then we'll pay you, and then boom,
1: we'll just yes, yeah, um, we. I it'd be nice to like just do just do it and see if you guys like it, you know, evolving with it. If okay. It's beneficial to like the community, so yeah.
0: Okay, that's a good idea. I'm gonna make that happen. So, mental no. it, make that happen.
1: For sure, and not much happening next day. I'm just working. I know you asked, uh, like I, <laughs> not, I didn't avoid that question. <laughs> 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 uh, not much, just uh, working. Um, really just spending some time with uh, TJ, really trying to like uh, work out some things in, in our relationship too. And, uh, you know, because relationships take time and they take mm-hmm. effort. And um, and even when you're doing good, you need to like step it up. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And, you, you know, some work to be done. And yeah, relationships change and they evolve. Um, and so sometimes that is shocking to you. So you're like, oh, we, so we've changed and we've, we've grown together. Um, and, and it's good to like focus on the things that you... It's easy to look at the ways that you've grown apart of change, um, but it's it's you know it's one of those things that takes really work, time, and effort to like work on how you can continue to grow together. And any like relationship and any marriage, um, and as you know, and and after being in a partnership. Well, with TJ for like seven years, um, you know, that's something that we're working on again in like seven years. And I think it's healthy. Um, and so there, yeah, I think this next few months and next year will be a lot of like planning, like for our future um, and what that mm-hmm. will look like. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, you know, last year during COVID, we had some big conversations. About it. it was not the best time to be talking to our kids, a house, right? Uh, I was <laughs> another, so. another, another country. right, right. <laughs> uh, um, so now I think the things, we kind of can see a little bit clearly, um, yeah. you know, what's going on. It, it, like it's time to revisit some of that stuff for us. Um, career, career paths, like Trent's been in his career for a while, a little bit longer, you know, I've jumped in and out of education. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, but I can see where I fit in a little bit more clearly. So you know, even maybe some more schooling on the horizon. Music will always be a part of my life. You know, certain things will always just be there. Um, but definitely, really trying to like, uh, you know, I, I'm, you know, as you get closer to 40, you're like, ah. Uh... Right. to uh, make sure some things are solid, make sure uh Okay, look. <laughs> to make sure that retirement is looking good and uh planning, planning plan, Hold
0: on. Yes, you are. It's the look, let me tell you, Cliff, it's the accent for me. It's your Australian accent for you. <laughs> that undertone is there, okay? That's
1: crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. So
0: everything you said regarding like relationships. You're absolutely right. It evolves. We evolve. We change. And if two people are committed to making it work, then you can make it work. You know. So yeah, yep.
1: yeah. Kudos yep.
0: to you. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank <laughs> you. <I> love you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much yeah, for being welcome. on the show. For sharing just so openly and just so honest. It, I love the conversation and. I'm looking forward to being on your show and you digging deep into my situation, my business.
1: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I love you. I love you. I love you. So, like, you know, you know, you are all, you've always been a sister to me. And uh, I will say that I was probably a little nervous the first time you mentioned it. Probably why it took so long. Um, But then I, like, got to sit and, like, kind of reflect. Myself um, and yeah, like and also the headspace. i was, like in a much better headspace, um, and so um, probably should have articulated that to you. Um, but it's nice. It's it, I'm glad that you were patient with that, and like it's just worked out. And uh, yeah. yeah, I'm jumping back onto my grind too. So I definitely have you. Also, you get a message from me soon. Like, hey, let's tee this up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: okay, and you know what? And, I understand. I think some people, depending upon what they're like, okay, what's she trying to talk about? You know, like. I think some people are nervous but i don't badger people like it's an honor that you would yeah. consider being on the show so that's how i look at that so no worries everything happens when it's supposed to happen
1: yeah no i, I thank you so much i um yeah i look forward to our conversation and thank you
0: absolutely well thanks everybody for tuning in to another episode of the show make sure to follow cliff and his page his podcast um at the table with cliff hurt
1: yes and then just at cliff hurt my instagram It's you know
0: easy okay make sure you follow him he's always doing some dope stuff and y'all be safe and i'll talk to you soon bye thanks again for tuning in to today's show Please follow Faith Over Everything podcast on the following social media platforms. Faith Over Everything underscore podcast on Instagram, or you can find us at Faith Over Everything podcast on Facebook. If you have any additional questions, suggestions, or would like to be a guest, feel free to email me directly at Faith Over Everything podcast, the number one at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, share, and like on all of the platforms. I am looking forward to engaging with you guys and have a great day.